Flushing girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Miss uh, uh, Fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another, to the penultimate episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, Season 5. I am Shondi Pasquale, here with... Toria Sheffield. That's right, and we are getting ready to wrap it all up with The Wedding, Part 1. I can only assume, even though I already watched the episode, but I'm going to play dumb for a minute, I can only assume that this is the part, the first part of some thrilling uh, uh, a two-parter where we'll have like some huge cliffhanger at the end of this one uh, <laughs> that will you know thrust us into the into the heart of of episode two, part two. I I can't wait. And um, then and then now I'm gonna go wait. Record scratch. Uh, <laughs> that's not what happens. And also this is a freaking clip show. How dare they? Well, no, I I so I have a slightly different dis- description or take. I wrote. Hmm. In the, I wrote, Fran, Val, and Sylvia get stranded on the side of the road. Well, Maxwell has a clip episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I also used the word penultimate. I wrote, this is the penultimate episode of the season, and it takes place the day before the wedding. We use penultimate because we're flexing how smart we are, and mm. no one cares, and that's why we don't love ourselves. <laughs> uh, actually, you can pronounce penultimate <laughs> in the traditional Latin. I actually, that's, that's made up. I don't think that's true. Yeah, it's not true. It's um, not called penultimate. So who, who wrote, who directed? Give me all the goods. Oh, geez. You want information about this? <laughs> what is this? Some kind of informational podcast where we read and talk about the episodes and discuss them? Well, okay. Here's what I'll tell you. First of all, this episode is just credited as The Wedding on IMDb. It mm-hmm. is called Season 5, Episode 22, The Wedding. So I'm not sure if that means that they chopped it up for streaming or for, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe when they did, uh, what do you call it, uh, reruns, uh, syndication, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. at one point they chopped it up. So I don't know how that works. Or if IMDb just has it wrong, I'm not really sure. But The Wedding, which is, I guess, the full hour is credited to uh karen lucas as the writer who's written a bunch of great episodes and peter mark jacobson directed uh both parts and can i i just want to say i know we're jumping ahead there there was some parts in the uh part two episode where i was like oh my gosh i love how this is directed and i didn't even know it was peter mark jacobson so it was like very thrilling um to find out after the fact thrilling It was was a thrill. Stop being so sassy. This is our (laughs) penultimate episode of season five. Um, I know. I'm wearing a bow tie to celebrate. Oh, I don't believe it. And only a bow tie. (laughs) 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 Um, But I thought there was some really fun parts of this, despite it being a clip episode and some really sweet parts. Um, Mm -hmm. And I laughed out loud a bunch so so i I, while i was disappointed initially when i thought it was going to be like a very traditional clip episode i was very pleasantly surprised by the time the episode ended and um really enjoyed it uh and so as we said this the episode it's the day before the wedding and it starts off so jocelyn who is mr sheffield's sister who we have met previously she sucks well but here's the thing well she (laughs) She sucks. I hate Jocelyn so much. I have so many notes about, I hate this fucking lady. But so, <laughs> okay, her. but so sh- she shows up 
and she's alone. She was supposed to come with Mr. Sheffield's mother. Yes, um, she's he- alone, and she's going to die alone, too, because she's <laughs> miserable, rich. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is not the actress who initially played Jocelyn, and they significantly changed her character from yes. the first time we met her. And it could be that it was just like, you know, it served the plot of this episode to do that, or it could be that maybe she's now bitter because of things that have happened to her. But, it was, you know, this actress... Uh, sorry, this character was initially played by Twiggy and she was very warm and very sweet and we were very much rooting for her and her uh, driver to get together. This actress is, in the recast is Sophia Ward and I don't know, maybe Twiggy wasn't available. <laughs> Twiggy, Twiggy was like, Twiggy was like, uh, I hated that experience and I'm never coming back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no it but, was most likely she was, um, she was probably booked, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It was a weird recast, though, because they did make her so mean. Like- so, yes, the Jocelyn who we now meet is very much, she's like very classist. Yes. She's very, like, you know, passive aggressive, um, yes. clearly tries to like say things that will upset people in a very cold English way. And hey, maybe it's because as we learn later, she's going through a terrible divorce and she's drinking more or something. Yeah. But so she comes in and at first Mr. Sheffield's really happy to see her. And he's like, well, where's mother? And she's like, oh, um, mother declined the invitation. Which, by the way, is like a huge move. Huge. Huge. Um, like, like, I know someone whose mother didn't come to their wedding and it it's huge. It's a massive thing, you know? Yes. Um, and so for her made- to not come is really funny. It's really And rude. she doesn't come because she disapproves of Fran and doesn't yes. think that, you know, she has enough class for their family. And this well, that's is generally what- why they don't come, right? Is because there's a disapproval on, mm-hmm. on some level. I mean, mm-hmm. no, obviously, like, if they're too sick to travel, it's like, very different. Yes. I think- I think when you're talking about like, oh my God, this person's parents didn't want to come. It's usually like, I don't like who you're marrying, so I will not be there, which is such a terrible thing. It's just a, it's a very, it's silly strategically too, because it's like, you're not really helping your kid in the long run. Because if you really don't like this person and maybe you think it's not going to work out, then it's like, don't you want to be there for your kid at the end of all that? Yeah. And don't you want to be there when they go speak now or forever hold your peace so you can <laughs> so you can be like, I have something to say? Like, uh, that's the whole thing. I would wait until that moment, honestly. I wouldn't even communicate it to my child that I disapproved. I would just hold on to it for years throughout their whole relationship until they were at the wedding. And then I would be like, I have something to say. That's a long game. Yeah. I like it. Oh, but so, so Mr. Sheffield finds this out and then he's like, well, well, yes, maybe Fran was a little rough around the edges when she first came into our lives, but you know, she's, she's been around high society for long enough. You know, she's, she's changed. And then we cut to our first bout of clips, which is a montage of every time Fran has cleaned her teeth or like, you know, like kind of like gone off to the side with her finger in her teeth, which is very funny. Uh, there's so (laughs) many to choose from. Yes. Um, and it was a kind of a quick, fun montage to a little music. And then, he, and then you know, we cut back and he's like, yes, yes. You know, she's, she's definitely evolved. We then cut to what Fran is doing right now in real time. And she is buying lingerie at yeah. a store and Val and Sylvia are there. And she's asking if the edible underwear come in petite. <laughs> and she's very happy when it turns out they have pineapple edible underwear. This sets uh, up. This sets up one of my favorite jokes in the next 
in the next episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so wait, how are we doing this? Are we doing this? Is this going to be one long episode? No, no, no. We're going to do one and one. You think we should do two episodes? We, you literally said last week to the listeners. I know. I know. <laughs> but now that I've seen what these are like, it feels like kind of, I don't know. It feels weird. No, all right. Let's do one no, and one. We'll, all right. Let's do one. Because I, I prepared for one. <laughs> all right. All right. You don't have to holler. Uh, I'm going to holler off mic. <laughs> Sean has something coming to him after this, guys. Uh, I feel like we're very loopy today. I don't know why. Maybe because yeah. it's the end of the season. It is. It's a celebration. It's like the end of summer. Or no, it's like the end of school and summer's coming. I uh, put uh, I put uh, whiskey in my coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's just how you get through a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now they're at the lingerie store and Fran becomes absolutely frantic when she finds out that this white negligee she ordered especially for the wedding night uh came in the wrong color and it actually came in black and she's like oh my god it has to be white this is my marriage night this is the first night we're like consummating our relationship like this will not do and they find out that uh this is a great sylvia lodge sylvia screams at the top of her lungs she can't wear black it's her wedding night she has to look like a virgin and then there's like a beat and she goes, I said, look. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because the, the sales girl gives them such a look of like, really? Yeah, like, oh, she's a virgin, <laughs> this 40-year-old lady. Yes. Um, but so the saleswoman is like, well, you know, the the store that they come from, it's in South Jersey. There's no way we'll be able to get this next day. And Sylvia also tries to bribe the woman with half a candy bar to, quote, <laughs> expedite the situation. <laughs> so then we cut to Fran, Val, and Sylvia. They're driving back from South Jersey because they, they literally hit the road and went right there to get the white negligee. And now they're on the way back. And so this has been like a several-hour mission. And we establish that they're taking like a shortcut on this sort of like more desolate strip of the New Jersey back roads and they get a flat tire. And at first um, Val is very pleased with herself because she's like, I learned how to change a flat tire because I got one last week. And then she goes to her trunk and realizes she never replaced the spare. <laughs> well, it's still on the car. Yes, <laughs> like yes. the spare from last week is still on the car. So there's no spare in the trunk. It's very funny. Have you ever had a flat tire? No, because so you're from New York. Well, so I'm from you, DC. <laughs> but yeah, but you lived in New York for a very long time. That's no? true. That's true. Yeah, uh -huh. that's all I meant. I, I mean, and also DC is also not really a car town, is it? Um, no, no, it is. It's like LA. Oh, it oh okay. I thought it, they had, so they don't have good public transportation. They do. It's like if New York and LA mm. had a baby. So a lot of people take mm. public transportation. A lot of people drive. Mm, that, mm -hmm. That's like Chicago. Hmm. In my experience, and Philly. Well, depending on where you are in Philly. But yeah, I've never, have you had a flat tire? Yeah, a bunch of times because Florida is all driving, and I drove for work for a long time. I was working for my dad, and I was and it involved a lot of driving. So I was, so I, yes. But the worst time was I was on a date one time, and like we were driving back from dinner, and like we were like being all flirty, and like I was definitely gonna like, go back <gasps> to her house and oh then like God. we got a flat tire like like oh, i just no. i just did like pop and like bop, 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 and i'm like oh man <laughs> If this was like and a sitcom, ruined everything. Oh my gosh! If this was like a sitcom, um, it would have been like you guys would be like making out while driving, and then like right before something would like you know, then the tire would pop. You know what I mean? I'm saying yes. I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know 
And then I think they even did that in the nanny. It probably is. But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty annoying. And I like, I know how to change a tire, but I don't really like want to. So I just call people usually. You're not supposed to keep the spare on. I only learned that recently. No, you're not. So Val doing that is like extra stupid. Yeah. And they're they're taking that like sort of shortcut where there's not many people on the road. Mm -hmm. And I also just have to call out that Fran is in the cutest pink outfit. It is, Mm -hmm. it's like almost French. It's like, like burgundy shorts or maroon shorts and a pink sort of like almost like military cut shoulders and a beret. It is such a good look on her. Um, And then though, that's neither here nor there. Yes. We cut back to the mansion. It's evening. um, And Mr. Sheffield is just like, you know, alone in his office doing some work. And he is suddenly the, you know, he's kind of thinking about Fran and he's just thinking about life and the, the sort of French doors just blow open. This scene wrecked me. It's it's such a beautiful scene. Wrecked Um, me. And I was very emotional watching this. um, Yeah. So the doors blow open, like almost as if like a presence has come in Mm -hmm. and suddenly he sees Sarah his first wife sitting on the on the couch or the settee as my father who's english would have said i feel like mr sheffield would have as well um and sh- and first of all she's american yeah. which and I- yes sorry well she she's you know lovely blonde woman but she's american mm-hmm. and i never knew that i always assumed sarah was english for some reason mm-hmm. and this was a huge revelation that was a huge revelation too to be fair i also thought she was english and but it makes sense cuz the kids are not so i guess probably we should have assumed she wasn't but uh she calls him max which i was like wait is that his name though like do people just like is like fran, fran mostly ca- calls him mr sheffield she no, very fran rarely calls, calls him max fran calls him max now no uh-huh. she does mm-hmm. yes so not a revelation at all <laughs> i don't i've never heard frank call you him go, literally rolled the tape she calls him max now Oh, I don't like it. I didn't like it when Sarah did it, and I don't like the thought of Fran doing it. Oh, it's way too uh uh, it's way too informal. <laughs> Wait, she should call him father or nothing. <laughs> he deserves respect. You put respect on his name. So, but so she shows up, and uh, there's this beautiful moment where basically she is like. Max Hall, I am so happy for you. And, and I, and mm. like, don't feel bad that you love her. Like, don't yeah. feel guilty that you love her. Like I love her. And the, and he's like, and she's like, and I love what she's done to you. And I love what she's done to our, for our children. And she's like, and that's actually why I sent her to you. Oh, it's Which, so beautiful. So yes, it's so beautiful. Her showing Sarah showing up basically to like give him permission to love Fran like with all his heart and not feel guilty in and of itself is like so beautiful. And like, but then she, they end the scene with her. Basically she literally says like, I sent her to you because Mm -hmm. like, I knew this would be great. And it's like, also like, it's very nice. And it made me think if Elizabeth died, I would kill myself. (laughs) 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 I would not. I would not go on and uh, I would never meet a nanny because I would be dead. Um, and, uh, 
I unless I guess unless we had kids, uh, you well, know. Yes, I think that's it. I think when you have kids, you that that's what makes you have to soldier on. But uh, I, I literally wrote, "Would you want your person to move on?" I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> I would despise the children for <laughs> for forcing me to have to live. <laughs> Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but, uh, yes. See, I'm the opposite of you. I actually would, I would want Elizabeth to be happy again. It makes me sadder to think that she would just be like sad and alone forever. Like that's awful. She's like such, she's got so much love and happiness inside of her. Like I wouldn't want that to all die. Hold on one second. I'm hearing a weird banging. Oh no, I think it's just the kids next door. What's okay. happening? Are there monsters outside your window? <laughs> I hear like, ah, ah. No, no, it's the kid. Hold on one second. Are you being attacked? Hold on, I'm going to close. I'm closing up shop. I'm closing up shop. Close up shop. I'm closing up shop. They're playing. <laughs> they're playing with the dog next door. They're making okay. You should have you leaned out and been screamed at them. <laughs> Or Can't you be quiet? I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Grown right. up work over here. <laughs> but so, yes. Right. Okay. So you would want to uh, move on. That's lovely. And then, and it was just this beautiful scene because um, um, I did write though, I do worry for Maxwell's sanity because Niles comes in as well and like obviously cannot see Sarah. And at first, uh, Mr. Mr. Sheffield's like, Niles, look who's here. And then she's like, oh, like he can't see me. <laughs> But I, I will say, I loved that they, the way that they wrote Sarah, it it worked so well. Like you, you see why, like yeah, she's very different from Fran. Like she, yeah. she's obviously like you know so uh, different. Yeah, it's like a, a quieter, like um, more understated person, but also like has a sense of humor and like clearly made Maxwell laugh. You know, and it was a different humor than you know Fran, but but she was like. She was not some like sort of vanilla, boring person. She really did have a spark to her too. And you could totally see why, you know, somebody like Maxwell would have been drawn to her and why she would have been his better half, you know, when they were together. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she seemed like a, uh, I mean, we've only, we've, we've really spent very little time with her, but I, I liked that that the time we spent in this episode with her, they basically made her like a very loving, like lovely woman, you know, like mm-hmm. she's like pure goodness, clearly uh, uh, because she only wants like his happiness and the kid's happiness. And it's very nice. Uh, this was such a beautiful scene. And, but like, I, I mean, I don't know, man, so weirdly placed in an episode <laughs> that's essentially just like a clip. Show. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get uh, maybe it was a budget thing. They had a, like, mm-hmm. they, they were going to sh- spend a lot on the wedding and all those extras and all that stuff. So they were like, all right, well, half the episode's got to be a clip show. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Um, because then we cut, because you had said in the beginning, oh, it's like Maxwell's in a clip show and then Fran and them mm-hmm. are like, but then we cut back to Fran and them. Yes, they're on the- And we get a clip show. <laughs> Yes, but yes. Well, they're so they're they're on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, and they're getting really hungry. And Sophia goes, she has like one of my favorite lines. She's basically like, "You're gonna be hungry unless you like until you get a mindset." Basically saying that like, um, you know, you gotta like mind over matter this. 
until they find out she had eaten all of France edible underwear. And that's <laughs> the only reason she's not starving. And then, and then she's like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, you know, I eat when I'm nervous. And she's like, nervous, happy, sad, swimming. <laughs> like, right. And then we just cut to, I mean, this didn't bother me because it was so funny. It was clips in double time of all the time Sylvia has stuffed her face. And it was to like, it was like, or something like that, you know, it was like very, very well done. It was like almost like, just like a Benny Hill. That's a reference. Never mind. I'm going to, I feel old now. Yeah. It was just that. I get it. And so Google it. It's a great it's a very goofy English sketch show. You only need to see one of them, and then you know what all of them are, but it's still great. I mean, I don't know if an adult watching it for the first time today would think it was that great. What do you but- mean he's running around, and then he's <laughs> these girls in underwear, and then the police are chasing after him, like, you know, swinging their little clubs? He plays the bionic baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> We, okay, so we then cut back to the mansion. Mr. Uh, Sheffield is in the kitchen with Niles, and he's very conflicted over the fact that his mother is not coming. Um, and we do have this little quick bit before that where um, Maggie comes in and she's dyed her hair red, and Mr. Sheffield screams at her, and she's like, well, I'm keeping it. And by the way, I think she looked fantastic with red hair. Same. Um, and then Niles, because, you know, He's the ultimate. He goes, oh, Miss Margaret, I love it. You look so young. No one ever believe you're 18. And she's like, oh, oh, well, I hate it. And I'm going back to blonde. And then she runs out. Yeah. And Great. Well, that, that's when um, then Mr. Sheffield's like, well, you know, Niles, if you're feeling so clever, maybe you can help me with this whole situation, you know, with my mother. And Niles is just very, he's very like to cuts to the chase. He's like, Miss, he's like, Miss Fine has more class than your mother will ever have. Who cares if she's not coming to the wedding? Yep. And, you know, but Mr. Sheffield still is like, oh, I, I, I don't think I'm going to tell Fran because it will just upset her. And Niles actually agrees with him. Like, they don't really think it's worth yeah. sharing this. It's but, not. Yeah. It's just mean. Like, why? I don't know. It's mean. If I, um, yeah. Never mm-hmm. mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, uh, and then the phone for and I want to know where you uh, Never mind. Go uh, on. <laughs> then the phone rings. Then the phone rings. And it's Val's mother saying that Val, Sylvia, and Fran are missing, but their car has been found <laughs> abandoned on the side of the road. I love which is that. very scary. I love that Val's mom calls Mr. Sheffield. I, this was tickled me so much that like Val's mom has Mr. Sheffield's number for some reason. <laughs> Oh, I mean, like, it's not like, it's just so weird. You know what, though? This is the age of the phone book. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. She could have looked them up in the in the white pages. The yellow pages were for businesses, sweetie. Oh, you're right. We got the yellow pages and the white pages at the house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then... Uh, oh, but Niles is like, not to worry, sir. They're three extremely resourceful women. Cut to Val trying to hammer a tree with her high heel. <laughs> and she's going, and, and Fran's like, Val, it's not going to work. And she's like, Fran, don't you remember that nature program we used to watch where those bears made a spout in the tree so that syrup could come out? And she's like, Val, those bears were Yogi and Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Val thinking it was a nature program and the, then they Listen, find I related to this because I also sometimes remember cartoons for 
real life. For like real information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then yeah. they find a call box, which are one of those things that they have on the side of the road just for these emergency situations just like yes. this. But then Val goes, oh, it's not going to work. I'm all out of quarters. And then Fran's like, you don't need one for a call box. And Val's like, well, I wish you told me that so we could have used the one by the car. <laughs> and they've literally been walking for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Then Fran calls the police through the call box. And um, at first, the guy's kind of like, eh, like, you know, we'll get there whenever we can, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you don't understand. This is an emergency. And she proceeds to tell, like, the whole story of their romance, right? And we cut to then a highlight reel all the moments where they kissed and they fell in love, like from the very, very beginning. And, and literally like the cop pours a cup of coffee and puts the receiver down while this is happening. Uh, like he's checked out, but yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know, care. One of the things that's so incredible with these montages is seeing how young the kids are or were, you know, yes. like when you see how little Gracie was and how little Brighton were and like, it's just like, Inc- you can- it's like I was like, oh my gosh! Like this is blowing my mind. It's crazy that it's only been six years. No, fewer. Well, four, five, five years. Yeah, it's very. It's, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it I, makes you realize childhood is so fleeting, and I think I, I yeah. definitely understand why. Like parents get so you know, nostalgic and sad because it happens so fast. Yeah, listen, by the time we get the final season of Stranger Things, it's going to take place in uh, 2001 and they're all going to be have to be 45 years <gasps> old. Oh my God. Are you, is that I mean, true? They're, they're well, jumping I mean, think, ahead? I mean, think about it. What, those kids can't be in high school anymore. Are you kidding me? Look at them. They're all adults now. Like, they're clearly adults. They were adults last season and now we're going to get – who knows how long of a gap because it's already been a year and then they were supposed to start writing and then the strike happened and like. Yeah. But like when I used to watch Dawson's Creek, Joshua Jackson was like 25 years old and he was playing like 14. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then, um, Okay, wait. So, so Maxwell, (laughs) this is so funny. (laughs) So then they, you know, the montage ends and, you know, the cops just like, he's like, I'm sorry, honey, but I have one show truck and the wedding and and a wedding is not an emergency. And then he's like, he has the receiver up to his ear and he goes, wait, you're how old? I'll send the chopper. (laughs) 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 Did make me laugh. Um, But then before they need to be rescued by a helicopter, Maxwell arrives and he's found them on the side of the road. And Fran instantly hides behind Sylvia because she doesn't doesn't want him to see her before the wedding. Um, And he's like, darling, it's a two hour drive home. How can I not look at you? And Sylvia goes, just keep your eyes fixated on me. It'll be a glimpse into your future. <laughs> and all, so, and also, they're doing this thing. This was an old improv game. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're doing this thing where Fran is hiding behind Sylvia, but she puts her arms through Sylvia's arms. So, so Fran's hands and arms look like they're Sylvia's, and then Fran behind Sylvia is like twirling Sylvia's hair and like gesturing for her. It's very 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 funny (laughs) it was i i enjoyed this scene maybe the most in the whole episode Mm -hmm. it was super funny super silly and um that is the end of the episode they get rescued um and the button on this episode (laughs) just my second favorite scene (laughs) um 
So, so, so now Fran is back at Sylvia's house because it's now it's the official night before the wedding where she's like going to sleep there. So Mr. Sheffield can't see her assuming, you know, presumably they've been, you know, they're back. They got back from this ordeal and Sylvia's eating the, some underwear. And she's like, you know, this edible underwear is not bad, Fran. And Fran looks at it and she goes, ma, that's non-edible underwear. <laughs> and then she like, you know, takes leave. it out and of then, her hand. And then, and then, yeah, it shakes out of her hand. And then Sylvia pulls out another pair of underwear and starts eating them. And I just wrote, mentally ill. <laughs> That's funny. I liked it. I wrote, haha, Sylvia eating underwear makes me laugh. But then my final note for the episode is, why the hell did they call this part one? <laughs> like, what? Is this some HBO BS or... Did the show do this in its original airing? Do you have any information on that? So, Please um, tell me. They, you do. I'm pretty sure they aired on the same night. <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Asked and answered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, but so, does that mean we're ready for segments? I think it does mean we're ready for some. And now, segments. So, segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. Segments. Uh, with Sean and Toria. Okay, so I just did some looking it up on the internet, and mm. the answer is this was not a two-parter. It was originally called The Wedding. Uh, it was aired May 13th, 1998, so it did not – so I have no idea why – look, the, the like um, production numbers are separate. So like from that standpoint, it was – two episodes i say in quotes you know not one episode hour long but they do that so that they for like budget reasons you know um but by all accounts this episode should not be split into part one and part two i don't really know why it makes no oh. sense well yeah. i guess we're doing it part one and part two i will hey then we get an extra episode this season we get an extra hour for you and me to gab oh i love it okay let's um, do some segments so uh favorite lines and moments i loved when they were on the side of the road after the tire <laughs> went out and sylvia comes out from the bushes and she goes well i learned something i cannot go tingle with a raccoon watching me <laughs> <laughs> um i loved it when she's like you're gonna be hungry until you get a mindset you gotta block out all thoughts of food and pastry products. <laughs> the fact that she said that. And then I already said my other favorite line, which is, you know, I always eat when I'm nervous. And Fran going, nervous, happy, sad, swimming. <laughs> yes. That, I liked um, I liked all of that. I liked the wordplay in the scene with Mr. Sheffield and his sister where she's like, oh, she she despises your fiance. And he's like, what? That's ridiculous. I just talked to her. She adores Fran. And and then the sister goes, abhors, darling. Mm -hmm. And I like that on the phone, the mother was like, oh, I abhor 
I abhor Fran. And he heard adore Fran. It's yeah. so funny. And then they kept talking. <laughs> uh, it's so funny to me. Um, uh, what else? I loved uh, the trying to bribe the cashier with a candy bar. I loved um, Maxwell. Uh, uh, Niles thinking Maxwell's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. funny. Um, I also very much loved Sylvia eating underwear. And I love the hands thing. Those yes. Oh, and I loved Val confusing a uh, nature program with a cartoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So many, lots of good stuff. Um, yeah. And again, impressive to get all that into a clip hub, episode. Hubba hubba. Uh, um, for Yiddish, we got Schlepp. Yep. We schlepped all the way to Jersey. We got Meshugana, which Mr. Sheffield used, which is adorable. And when he's like, oh, Sarah, you know, it's so crazy the way it happened. This, this Meshugana woman showed up and she kind of looks at him amused and he's like, it's an expression. Yeah. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, His assimilation right. is complete. Yes, he's using Meshugana. One of us. One, One of, of us. us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Look it that, up, kids. Yes, for listeners. Look up one of us from the movie Freaks. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's a classic. Classic. Uh, a movie classic. Uh, and then for Nanny mm. Trivia, you know, I normally don't enjoy IMDb goofs, but this I actually <laughs> did think was funny. Uh, and okay. I, so I thought it included – it was that the majority of Maxwell's flashback memories throughout the episode were of moments he wasn't there for. <laughs> Meaning he'd have no he'd have no way to actually have remembered them, which I always think is funny in, when, when that happens sometimes in in, in clip shows. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny actually. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, he's having fond memories of the show we've all watched. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the Fran or the Cece, and again, I think this is a pretty you know this is a pretty short. What if episode. this whole show is? a fever dream in the moments before Sarah's death that Sarah's actually having about like how he moves on with his life. And Ugh, I hate it. I hate, <laughs> I hate that stuff. I hate when that's like the way that they end series when it's like, this was all of this. Like Roseanne yeah. did it. Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah. All right. So, and I was going to say, we're already on to the front of the CC, but right. I, this is a pretty short episode because it really is just, you know, leading up to the next. Um, uh-huh. But so I said I was the Sylvia because I would, Definitely resort to eating whatever I could find in that situation. And I uh, stand by what I said. I'm the Val because I have definitely misremembered cartoons for real things. Yeah. And then in terms of in terms of actual emotional beats, oh. I don't know, man. It's yeah. a very silly episode with a lot of weird flashbacks. I mean, I guess I'm Mr. Sheffield because I would have a very hard time moving on if something, God forbid, ever happened to Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, you know. Even though yeah. I know that she would want me to do that, I, I don't know. It would be very hard. Well, that's the thing. When we sometimes, like, ground ourselves in what actually happened to, like, Maxwell. Um, and like moving, Yeah. You know, it, it totally makes sense that it took him five-plus years to mm-hmm. get to this point. Um, yeah, and so, does. yeah, maybe, maybe in, like, all earnestness, I, I think he's a very relatable person in this episode agreed um but so that is the uh end of this episode and who knows but to be continued because we've got a part two so tune in next week for the final episode of season five and if you can't wait a week to talk about the nanny you can always find us on instagram and 
that other platform. We're at Oh Mr. Chef Pod. Uh, <laughs> you can also email us uh, at uh, Oh, what is it? God, what is it? <laughs> oh, you can email us at Oh Mr. Sheffield Podcast at gmail.com. So do that. Why, why is that so hard to remember? It's literally the thing. Anyway, yeah. uh, we, on that note, I will just say one final word to you, Toria. Do you know what that word is? <gasps> Goodbye. The Blushing Girl from Blushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. I, uh, uh, Miss Fine. <laughs>